0: Every single day, in every walk of life, ordinary people do extraordinary things. And that is the quote of the day. to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Monday to you. Today, I've got a good one for you. Last night, actually like all of yesterday, I was listening to motivational talks, pulling clips for the show. And this particular talk was the very last one that I turned on. It's about 11 o'clock at night. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm like, let me just listen to like 10 to 15 minutes of this one. And I tell you, I was in bed laughing and clapping my hands. This was such a great talk. And the speaker is coach, Jim Valvano. And I know of Jim because I'm into basketball. I love watching basketball, college basketball, NBA basketball, whatever basketball, I will watch it. And he did a speech just before he passed away from bone cancer at the ESPYs in 1993. You got to look it up. Uh, It's called... the. Never Give Up Speech. So just look that up on YouTube. It's so inspiring. I hadn't heard any of his other talks. And so I turned this one on. And like I said, I was blown away. The stories were just amazing. If you don't know Jim Valvano, he was the coach of NC State, North Carolina State back in 1983 when they won the championship and nobody thought they were going to win and there's this video of like them winning and him running all over the court not sure who to hug and it's it's really really cool so I hope you get a chance to listen to the entire version or the full length speech that he gave on this it's called or it's from the program Secrets of Super Achievers again that's secrets of super achievers available over at nightingale.com but without further ado i hope you truly enjoy this one here's jim valvano
1: now i want to talk to you about how i do my job how i do my job in a competitive field how each day i try to beat the Notre dames north carolinas and everybody else how am i going to do that all right i think everybody has to have a personal philosophy of how you live your life all right. here's mine very simply put you Plus motivation equals success. I have that only thing in my locker room. There's nothing else in my locker room but that sign. You plus motivation equals success. I have it on cards, bookmarkers. I have it on everything. I, it's, it's what is, it drives me. It's a passion. I was 16 years old. I heard the Reverend Bob Richards speak. Remember him, the Wheaties guy? That's Kathleen uh, uh, Poval, Champion Olympics. Bob Richards looked over a group of these young kids at a basketball camp and said, The Lord must have loved ordinary people because he made so many of us. And here I am, 16, thinking I'm special. And here's a man I respect. said, the Lord must have loved ordinary people. He made so many of us ordinary. And I was, a little, you know, you get a little down at 16 when someone's telling you that. And then he said the line that changed my life at 16 that I felt then. I'm 41 years old. I've been working 21 years in my business. And I feel it the same way today. He said, every single day, in every walk of life. Ordinary people do extraordinary things. Ordinary people accomplish extraordinary things. And I raised my hand. I'm applying for the job right now. I'm an ordinary guy. I want to do extraordinary things in my life. And I believe it. I think that's strong.
0: I think that's what it's all about.
1: And I know You go from the ordinary to the extraordinary. I think it's the second thing. It's motivation. And motivation to me is three things, three things each day I try to do to get myself ready to roll. Some people will say to me, How do you motivate 18 year old kids? How do you motivate yourself? I don't, in 21 years, motivate anybody except each day, one person I get up James Thomas Anthony Valvano. And that's a full time job keeping me up at the level I want. I hope. That if I'm there, my assistants, my players, everyone. was. But I, that's a full-time job for me. I'm not a finger-pointer. Say, hey, I'm working Mike, How about you? How come you... No, I work each day to get myself there. How? Motivation. Number one, enthusiasm. Ralph Waldo Emerson, speaking to graduating class at Harvard, said nothing great has ever been accomplished without enthusiasm. How enthusiastic are you every day? Every day in your profession. And I've got. I interview people for jobs, and I'm very bad. I'm one of the worst coaches to come and say, "What are the, what's the benefits uh, here?" I don't like that. I've never hired someone who's asked me One fella last year said to me, uh, "Do you have a dental plan?" I said, "Yeah." If we don't win, the alumni kick our teeth in. You know. <laughs> I said, "That's our dental plan." What is this? me. I don't like. I don't like when people ask me how many weeks off we get before they start to work. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I am. I know. I know. I'm probably not going to change in that regard. I like it. I love what I do. Very fortunate. Right? Enthusiasm. Give yourself an enthusiasm check. One of the things which is disappointing to me at times is when I travel around and speak, and someone will say, "That was a good talk." I wish my son, my daughter, heard say, What about you? What about you? He say, "Hey, I've been doing this job for 30 years." I don't. Need... Oh. Someone else said, I've been doing this 23 years. Oh, I never understood that. See, I'm a dumb dango. I didn't realize that after a certain number of years in your profession, you put it on automatic pilot, and you automatically win. You automatically sell. Why? Because by the very the, the force of your presence. Right? So I said, wow, that's not a great thing to know. Next year when I coach, I go up to the other coach and say, how long have you been coaching? I say, eight years. Ha! Huh. Uh, he's done i'll kill him i've been coaching 21 you got no shot (laughs) don't work that way you must maintain each year the same enthusiasm my second part of motivation is dream you still dream i still dream i dream all the time i dream i i watch that film a lot i also for my players we have one practice every year where they come up on a court there's no balls there's no drills all we do is practice cutting the net down it's true. Well, I have a scissor. I have a gold scissor. They can, we carry each other up, we cut the net. They put me up. I cut the last one. We do that. We film it. We go up in the, lock, in the locker and we watch it. Then we watch us in 83 doing it. We see the reality. We see the dream. The dream can become the reality. How? By being enthusiastic, by feeling that you can accomplish that. Extraordinary events from ordinary people, and also by the work ethic that I don't have to tell you about. You know. It. It just took me a long time to understand the relationship between work and success was not direct. If you work hard, you'll be successful. The relationship was, if you don't work hard, you can't be successful. That's a big difference. It took me a while to understand that. That you work hard because that's the nature, that's part of being successful. But if you don't work hard, you have no shot. So there is my philosophy of getting the job done. A pinch of laughter each day. I think you should laugh every day. I want to be enthusiastic, keep my dream alive and work, even though I'm going to fail. And the last thing, I want to talk about my father, and then I'll go out of here. Rocco no, I have no problems telling you, and maybe it's my family. He talked about family, it means so much. To me. I have no problem. I can look at anybody and tell you, I love my mother, I love my father. I had no problem saying it to them, I had no problem saying it. Never had a problem. I understand, I understand the statement that sometimes the people you think you know the least if that wasn't the case with me. My father was the single most important influential person in my life. He never made a lot of money, and I think he's the richest man I ever knew. He never had a position of real importance, and yet he influenced more people than anyone else that I know. My father, Rocco Valvani. Let me tell you, So I know I'm running late, let me tell you, you have to share. So when I, made, when I got uh, this job, my first job, I said to my pop, I said, boy, he's great dad. And he said, what do you want to do? I said, we're going to win national championship. And he said, I'll be there. I said, it's hard to do that. He said, no, I'll be there. All right now, it took me eight years of work before I even made the tournament. That was my dream to win. Eight years. First year I met him coaching at Iona. I call up home. My dad, mom in New York, I said, we made it. We got a fit. So we celebrated the way Italians celebrate. We eat. You know, it was on a Sunday, we eat, right? You start at 2 o'clock, you finish midnight, halftime about 6 o'clock, you know? My father calls me upstairs in his bedroom, which has never been in my father's bedroom, you know? And he calls me up and he says, "Is a suitcase. Now, remember I told you where my family's from? My father's never left New York. My father thinks everything north of the George Washington Bridge is Canada, right? You understand that? Do you know what I'm saying? Right? My father, we live in the neighborhood with the Famularis, the Pisamentis, the Kifis, the Coppolas. I brought her. My wife is the first fair-skinned person that I ever met. That's the truth. Brought her home. My father said, we're not sure what it is, but let's keep it. You know, he said it, You know? So, you see what I'm talking about? This man, this old, this old guy. Oh, he's got the suitcase. What's that for? He said, I'm going to be there when you win the national check. My bags are packed. I said, Pop, it's hard. we'll you'll do it. We lost the first round. The next year, same thing. We lost the second round. He said, you're gainer. I moved to North Carolina. We made the tournament. I called him. It. it became a phrase, a catchphrase. My father said, my bags are packed for you. My suitcase is packed for you. And we, we lost and we kept losing. Well, the year we won, 1983, I got a great picture of my father and I. On center court in Albuquerque, New Mexico, hugging, and my brother gave it to me, and it said, like father, like son. It's the most important gift that I have from my brother. That picture, I know I'm not half the man my father is, but just that he knew what a compliment that would be to me. The father, that night we celebrated. I, my dad said, what are you gonna do now? So we're gonna do it again. He said, Now I'll be there. I said, I know you are. Right, the next year we made the tournament, called my bags a pack, we lost. Next year we made it, we lost. We lost in regional finals. After the game, I called up with Austin St. John's in Denver, Colorado. I called my pop. He said, what a great game. I saw it. Oh, you were Next year, you'll make it. Then I flew home that night. He, he was one of those people who, after I spoke to him, I always felt better than before. One of those, maybe you know somebody like that. After you talk to them, you feel better than you did before you went in, right? Maybe you know somebody. Well, now, I get home that night. It's two years ago. And this is what made me think about it. I got home. To my house in North Carolina, a lot of people there. And I came. What's the matter? Call me in. Two years ago, April, my father had a heart attack and he died. And I lost my best friend in the whole world. This is not a sad story. It's a happy story. But I was knocked for a loop. Those of you who've lost a loved one, you know what that's like. This was my first time in my life. I didn't know how to handle it. And I, and I was missing. I couldn't understand what it was I was missing. A lot of people lose, you know, the people they love and maybe handle a little bit better. What was it? I didn't see him all the time. And I was traveling a lot. Right? And then it hit me. What it was he gave me, I call it that. The gift my father gave me, and I think it's the strongest and most powerful gift I've ever received, and it's a gift I find we don't like to give to each other, both in our business and our personal life. I spent two years trying to give this gift to other people. The gift my father gave me every day of my life was he believed in me. My father believed in me. He believed in me when I failed. He believed in me when I wasn't as fine a son, friend, husband, father as I could be. I've done all that. But he's the one person who, when I didn't measure up to my standard or someone else's standard, he'd look me in the eye and he'd say, you're going to make it. I know you are. My bags are packed. You're going to make it. And I, I, it's the greatest thing. And I said to myself, how many people do I give that to, my own players? And how often, when I make a mistake, am I critical? But never, ever look in the eye and say, son, you'll make it. I know you will. I know you can. I believe it. Right? How many people who I work with do that? How many people who I work for do that? Oh, it's an incredible gift. And I've worked two years now to add it to my personal philosophy. I like to remember where I started. I know where I am. And I know where I'm going, and I know I'm going to get there. I'm going to be excited and enthusiastic every day that God gives me on this earth. I am going to dream my dreams. I'm going to work, not harder than anybody else, as hard as everyone and accept the failures. Right? And I'm going to laugh a little bit and believe in the people I work with the people who work for me, and the people I work for. And there's nothing going to stop me from cutting down the nets in my second national championship. And when I do, and when I do, I'm going to sprint out on the court. You'll know why that I'm sprinting out. You'll know that. And I'm going to look up, and I'm going to say, Pop, this one's for you. And I know he's up there, elbowing someone. I know it's not a referee. It's going to be somebody else, right? He's elbowing someone and saying, that's my son. I knew he was gonna do it. My bags were always packed. I ask you to have your bags packed to share in the successes of others. To not only have your bags packed to share, but be able to believe in the people you work with. If you can fill each day, I think with that kind of belief and enthusiasm, and a dream and the work ethic, a little left, I can't imagine us all not having a chance of cutting the nets down. I said that at the beginning. This is a special audience. It's a special group. It's been very motivating and invigorating for me to be here. I, I know that you folks can accomplish anything you want. I know that because my father told me so. God bless you, and I hope you have the kind of year that you want to Thank you so much.
0: All right. That was coach Jim Valvano. I hope that was the perfect way to start off your week. And again, that comes from the program Secrets of Super Achievers, available over at nightingale.com. I got to tell you about something real quick that I stumbled upon last weekend when I was pulling clips. It's called the Nightingale. Insiders app. It's an app, you download it on your iPhone, on your Android, as well as your iPad, and you literally have access to pretty much the entire Nightingale library. So all kind of talks, motivational speeches and programs available on your phone and on your iPad. It's a dollar for the first month and then $19 for every additional month. And personally, I think it's the coolest thing ever. That's how I actually found this Jim Valvano clip because I was just going through my app, listening to random stuff. And then I stumbled upon this when I was like, Oh, this is awesome. This needs to be a clip on the show. So you can learn more about that at nightingale.com. Just do a search for insiders app and you will find it. And so make sure you sign up for that. And that's it for me. I will see you tomorrow for our Tuesday episode of the quote of the day. I'm out. Peace.